0: The, the corona's taste like the beach. It tastes like it it's like warm. It feels, but warm. it's like in a good way. Like hey, I've had a beer in my hand for a while. And it's warm, but at least I'm on the beach.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been I've been throwing a frisbee, playing some playing in the sand. Yeah, forgot about the beer. There's it's stuck on the side of it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, sand like
0: ugh. You know, sand on the lid of the can. You're just like ugh. But you know it, why? But you're they, at the beach. That's so okay. You, you know
1: okay. why they don't do the? They, that's why they don't do the paper on the side of the can. On the corona? On the corona, because it's a beach uh, it's a beach beer. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I don't know if that's true, but it would make sense, right? Because yeah. that's the only beer that does yeah, it. It makes sense. It's like it's engraved on there. That's the only beer that does it. It's a beach beer. Well, it's like a really thin it's like the whole thing's a sticker or something. I don't know. It's Live well from Tampa Super Bowl week twenty twenty one. Welcome. That'd, that'd be kinda of cool action. That would be cool. Imagine if we if we had it in with the Super Bowl for some reason. <laughs>
0: I wish. Yeah. I'll go see. Tom Brady's officially the goat over Jordan, over any other athlete. I mean, the guy cannot not go to the
1: Super Bowl. Cannot go to the Super Bowl.
0: Someone's saying like he has a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than um, some other stupid stat. I almost forget. Have
1: you seen the NFC stat about he has the third most playoff wins in the NFC? Does he really? And he's been in the NFC for one year. That's all Super Bowl wins. I think that's a stat. Like, he's gone to Super Bowl 10 years. 10 years in a row. Not in a row, but he's been in the Super Bowl 10 years out of 10 times. 10 times out of 16 seasons. Yeah. 18. He's played in. Oh, no. The
0: NFC, whatever. He owned that for over a decade.
1: Yeah. He's got, he's the winningest quarterback in Bills Stadium.
0: The funny part (laughs) is, he proved. It was Tom Brady that won, not Bill Belichick, right? Everyone thought Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. No, it was Tom Brady. Tom Brady made – like they had no stars on the team besides Tom Tom Brady made stars.
1: What about kicking the field goal? What? The Packers kicking the field uh, – not Yeah, Packers kicking uh, the field goal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch the rest of that game, but it's like they didn't want to win.
1: They didn't want to win. They, they threw their arms up. <laughs> I, I didn't get that. Yeah, I didn't get – There's a bunch of
0: memes like, you know, the guy didn't have a nutsack for whatever reason the yeah. coach –
1: what about, uh, in other news, what about uh, what's happening on Wall Street right now?
0: So I had this great correlation with this. Like They literally said, hey, you guys aren't allowed to buy and sell anymore because you're hurting the hedge funds. You can sell. Oh, you can sell, well, you can't buy. You can't buy. On these five stocks. Yeah. Because, well, here's what's funny. Those hedge funds were like, hey, we're shorting this stock. You're literally telling people what you're doing so the stock crashes. Yeah. But then a bunch of Reddit people went and bought it to the stock went up to yeah. 400 bucks a share. And then they're like, well, you can't do this anymore.
1: We've lost money.
0: Like, how do they not know they're going to go to jail for that?
1: But are they actually going to go to jail?
0: Well, no. It will go to Congress, who will never do anything Mm -hmm. because they get their pockets filled by these hedge fund people, and they walk away from those guys.
1: So it's and they were like the, the the they were basically saying like, so they paused trading on it for a day you could sell it so you could get out of your position. So all these hedge funds could get out of their position, but hey, now you right. can buy it. You can buy it 24 hours. But right? why would you buy it afterwards? Well, because we had to save the hedge funds.
0: But isn't, I know because they have, why can't the, so the funny part is now what's going on is probably not good. Like no, it's you, very bad. it's it's bad, but they're allowed to do that. Again, what people market. are saying, like it's no different than hedge funds doing it. So why can't 10,000 people, normal people get together. And it's like, Hey, we're all going to buy the stock. Yeah. And we're all like, <laughs> why can't you do that? Why can't you do that? I just think it's funny because it goes back to the only thing you control in your life is almost like your assets like yeah. real estate. So I thought it was so funny because I text my friends today who they will mess with me about stocks. I don't really care for stocks. So properties. I was like, Hey, if I told you there's a stock you could buy where you could get 19.6% return, would you buy it? My friend was like, yeah, and I asked how you know. I was like, well, that's what I'm making on a rental property. I just bought. Yeah, you know, I bought it for 74 $9, I'll have forty five thousand into it. I'll net
1: you gotta put forty five grand in work into that.
0: Nineteen thousand. No, nineteen thousand down payment uh, and closing okay, costs okay. and all that. Twenty five for okay. the roof and everything get done. So I'm forty five K into it. Yeah. But I'm netting eighty five hundred a year on it. Mortgage and all that insurance, yeah. all that's taken care of. So that's my not to count five percent vacancy, stuff like that. But so we get rid of that cash on cash return is twenty percent almost. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it's 16%, which triples whatever you get in a stock market. So I was like, oh, well, I don't want to mess with the management stuff, but see the, the mindset is like stocks are easy. Someone else does it. I was like, yeah, someone else does it. But I was like, you hire a property manager. Say you only get 8%, 10%. At least it's an asset that you can hedge against inflation. Yeah. And you can say, hey, I want to sell this. And no one's saying, no, you can't. Or can't tell it like Elon Musk, if you go smoke weed, the house isn't a drop in value. Yeah. Like it's doesn't make any sense
1: it's they when they say on wall street that it's not just gambling it's like no that's that's gambling
0: yeah it's called spe- speculation is just another word for gambling you don't know
1: you don't yeah. know what's going to go up
0: the only reason hedge funds know is because they have so much money you can kind of dictate a stock
1: well they can dictate they don't like someone stock. they can
0: say we're selling the stock yeah and the stock will crash mm-hmm. like they did that with um Who's that company that was a competitor to Tesla but on a the truck? they actually had a good looking Nokia yeah, Nokia or
1: I forget what it was. I know exactly yeah.
0: But then they start going off, they're like, This we're gonna short this there's no real value. Then the owner had to go out there, and then eventually the owner had to get like they said he was fraudulent, and like so this hedge fund comes out and says they're shorting the stock out in public.
1: Yep. And so then everybody else is like, Oh, so whoa. they
0: start looking into it, and then articles come out like, Hey, they're shorting them and then people get nervous. I'm like, they're manipulating stocks. Like they just started this year verbally saying, like, hey, we're shorting the stock.
1: Yeah what <laughs> and so then all those all those reddit kids just we know it's oh funny god that's so funny so joe
0: biden mentioned that um they're gonna make all the government vehicles electric guess who bought 500 shares of tesla stock the day before who nancy pelosi oh my god could that not be insider trading
1: my one what my f- is going
0: on <laughs> no one cares yeah
1: knowing one, one of my favorite things though about uh that Dave Portnoy guy goes uh, on Fox with oh, yeah. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. He's like, "You know, we've got a problem when Donald Trump Jr. and AOC are on the same side."
0: Well, I know. You know, the funny part is if this was going on Trump was in, not to make it political, they would've been like massacring him like you're on the side of Wall Street cuz he's a business guy. Yeah. Biden's minute they're like, "Well, we're we're keeping an eye on it." What do you mean keeping an eye on it? They, they literally they literally just said you can't go buy it or you can't go buy this anymore, but you're only allowed to sell they it. They did it in plain sight they really told people there yeah. what they were doing and then citron was like hey we're gonna tell you guys why you're stupid watch yeah. our watch our podcast or watch this video we're gonna tell you why you're dumb for buying this
1: who cares yeah if i wanna
0: they didn't stop people from buying those stupid ty beanie babies back in the day right yeah. or pokemon cards or one
1: of the the silly bands remember yeah. those the animal, whatever the it was bracelets
0: the funny thing is like someone said best it only matters when it affects the rich people yeah like at this point we're not talking you know, race, skin, ethnicity, religion—it's literally people on Wall Street who we know are stealing money, who got bailed out for bad decisions they knew they were making, and they still got paid. Yeah, and they're still doing it.
1: How about the billionaire that goes on CNBC and he's like, "This is an attack on on the wealthy."
0: Yeah, it is, dude. That's exactly what they're doing to you. It's not attack on wealthy; it's attack on people who are like manipulating a game. And you got mad they played the same game.
1: Yeah, they played the same game and a won. And they a won. bunch
0: of internet trolls, basically. <laughs> Bought a bunch of stock to piss you guys off, and now you're crying saying it needs to be regulation.
1: Dude, you if there was regulation, you would cease to exist.
0: I know. So they're saying but you know the regulation would only favor them. Yeah. But yet again, since we're somewhat real estate related, that's why you buy real estate, you can buy and sell whenever you want.
1: You can buy and sell whenever oh. you want.
0: Man, yeah, my buyer's blowing me up right now. You need to get it? Yeah, roll with it. Okay. And then I'm going to put myself on mute. I'll it's see a, how bad this is going to be.
1: Okay. I'm going to keep talking. Hey, Molly, how's it going? Yeah, good. We're waiting. Waiting. Trent's out of the office. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you the story of the red ping pong ball. So I heard this when I was a... Uh, a third grader, maybe not third grade. I was at camp and used to be a summer camp kid. The story of that is my parents sent me to summer camp, overnight camp one week when I was like in second grade. And I came back and I was like, oh my God, I had so much fun. Like, Would you want to go back? I said, sure. And then they sent me away for the entire summer to that same summer camp. But so I got really involved in the camp. There's this camp counselor and he shares this incredible, incredible joke about a red ping pong ball. Basically it goes, you know, there was this kid um, when he was a uh, when he was starting kindergarten. His dad said, "You know what? If you get straight A's, I'll get you a red ping. I'll get you anything you want. You name it, I'll get it for you. I'll transfer it back. It's about a fifteen minutes joke. So I'll I'll share it with you um, at another time. I'm talking about the red ping pong ball. Okay, have I ever shared that story with you? The, joke? the red ping pong ball. No. So basically, it's it's always my filler whenever there's like an awkward moment <laughs> i've been using it this i've been using this like at like parties when i was a kid and and all this stuff so I, when i was a camp when i was a summer camp kid there was this counselor they all the kids were being rowdy one day and right. the camp counselor said all right everybody everybody get get together i want to share a joke with you so we all come in and uh we're all at the uh, atrium or whatever and he starts sharing the story and he everybody's captivated and it -hmm. it, it basically talks about this kid going through school and he goes into very detail about every grade and it's you know hey when if you get straight a's his dad said he'd get him whatever he wants and he builds this and the kid always says a red ping pong ball and it goes from kindergarten and he shares about his girlfriends and college and uh you're about you're you're in this story and it's, it goes on for 15, 20 minutes. And I've done this so many times and people hate it. And the end of it, it goes, and you know, one day Billy is home with his family and he gets a call from his mom. and says, Hey, you know, Billy, you gotta, you gotta fly home. Your dad's not doing too well. And Billy gets home and he's on his dad. He's by his dad's deathbed and his dad looks at him and he says, Billy, I just, I need to know. (laughs) <laughs> why the red ping pong ball Billy says i'm glad you asked and as he goes to tell his dad what happened his dad passes away and that's that's the story yeah. so you build this joke up about the red ping pong ball but there's n- there's no joke it's just it's just It's the dead but it's so good when you're like trying to like entertain so when i was a camp counselor i used that all the time because you just entertain a group of 20 kids for like 20 minutes 20 30 minutes and they're they're hooked on you because you really like you get into the story and they're right you just fill 30 minutes of time
0: that's actually kind of funny
1: i've done it like i did it in college all the time to the point where like friends would like hear me talk about it like they'd be like is ben about to do the red ping pong ball story (laughs) they get pissed (laughs) they get so pissed be like just stop like he's gonna waste your time there's no joke here
0: oh my gosh that's actually pretty funny yeah I've this might be the first one we have to edit and cut that whole thing that you talked about out
1: well i i, I started <laughs> the story and then i i've put i put it there
0: thank goodness yeah but um what's new man dude it's been like a month yeah we've got a lot going on so priorities in life
1: priorities family business god family business that's gonna, <laughs> gonna say you missed one there keller williams God family business. I tell you what, man. I uh how's the team going? We got some things we need to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh growing pains. I think it is a situation where I it's it's tough. It's it's it's
0: tough. Um so let me preference. I asked that question because I know kind of what's going on. But at the same time, I ask that because we say it all the time. I could spout out processing systems all day long, build a team, get an admin, get a couple of buyers, yeah. agents, another admin. Sounds easy.
1: So, oh, it's, it's not. So here's, here, basically, I was. It uh, is not. I I can't say I've built a business. I really can't. Um, right. And that's, that's what I'm more so realizing. Like, I don't have a business. I have a, a job that requires me to be here. Angela. You know,
0: I, it's like the. Robert yeah. Kiyosaki, the four quadrants. You got employed, self-employed. Yeah. and on the That's 95% of the people where they make 5% of the income. And then you have the right side that makes 95% of the income, which is 5% of the people, which are investor, business owners, and then investors.
1: If I went and opened up another Bolton Group branch somewhere, this branch would cease to exist, would be a yeah. referral fee. Comp- I'd refer out... Maybe two million dollars worth of transactions a year to somebody because that's what we—that's probably what we generate. Right. On referral, just yeah, just being being in Mm -hmm. existence is about two million, and that's that's not that's a that's an awakening moment for me. Well, yeah, because it was well, it's one of those like, you know, I love Dayton, Ohio, so much, but I don't want to sell real estate here the rest of my life, and I love the expansion team model. I really I think it's a really cool position. I don't like. But I would do an expansion team where I, you know, move to the different city, grow it. Right. I couldn't do that in right now because of the way that the team is built. And then it's, it's, so it's it's basically what all this is to say the MREA is right. Mm -hmm. So I I, I went out a model and I brought in an admin. And now that we've got an admin and two buyer's agents, right? It's like an admin admin or transaction coordinator. Transaction coordinator. Okay. So, I mean, she, you're still out of model, but yeah. Uh, I'm still out of model. It, it's transaction coordinator. It's being real? Yeah. No. So should it go admin, then transaction coordinator? Or transaction it goes
0: you. Yeah. Admin. Okay. Cause you do 30, 40 on your own until you kind of run into that client care issue. Admin helps you do another 20 or 30. Then, um, third step is you pretty much bring on a buyer slash second admin, which is typically a transaction coordinator, maybe an ISA per, well, ISA would be separate, but buyer and so that's. That third and fourth hire happened almost at the same time. Yeah, because you can't have two buyers agents both doing sixty deals or hundred deals with one admin. I, I even usually like, you I even
1: like the leveraging out. Like if I'm, I, I've been just doing a lot of like self looking into our business. Yeah, so yeah. I would to me it in the direction I'm going. That the transaction coordinator we have right now, I, I you're good. I, I'm great. She does doesn't she, make sense for you to hire a full time person no, it until doesn't. you do like a hundred units. Yeah, so we would keep Angela on. And then eventually bring on a full-time transaction coordinator admin. Then I'd like to bring on, you know, a, a, an EA or an admin. So I have an EA and an admin. Mm-hmm. So transaction coordinator admin. So staying on model right there.
0: That's admin and yeah. transaction Yeah. Yeah.
1: But so then I like the the model of, well, I'll go pay for somebody to get real their license and allow them to be a showing agent and right. pay them hourly.
0: Hourly really plus a small percentage Hourly really
1: plus small percentage of commission.
0: That's the hard part, though. Like, I, I'm trying to figure that one out. Jen Davis and uh, I think Brody or Brady, they did a three-hour Zoom with us in our region. But Jen Davis runs a buyer side for Dan Holt team over there in Missouri, Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. And that's how they run it but you have to have enough business and leads to make sense for that person to get their license. Cause when people get their license, I generally think they want to buy and sell homes for somebody. But No,
1: I'm thinking, so what I would do, and again, just looking after the self, right. You know, the talking to myself for the past 24 hours, um, I would, I would go find somebody like part-time real estate position. And like, I tell them, Hey, we're going to pay for you to get your real estate license. We'll pay you those hours that you're in class. It's a 40 hours, so we'll pay you. You pay them while they're in class? I mean, that the, the job, <laughs> they can go get another part-time job. Right. It doesn't require them to sit in class for 40 hours. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. So Gotcha. We'll, we'll pay for you to get your license. You get your license, and then you become an hourly position. And then if they enjoy the real estate side, they've been in houses they've been doing that process so they're the I perfect gotcha. next buyer's agent that's how i think i would like to structure it moving forward mm-hmm. because it's it is it, you know what's what's my part-time bu- showing agent going to look like could be a college student um could be could be i, I don't know what it could be but um you know there's i, I look at there's this there's this barista at the Starbucks I go to every day, mm-hmm. if I had the money, I would ask her right now, like, do you want a job? Because she, she's so on top of it. She's in, I mean, she's there every day. She's happy as can be. Mm-hmm. You walk in, she ha- she kn- she says, hey, Ben, how you doing? Get your order ready. Like, rings you out. Like, she's just very... On it. Very on it. And like, I know that she would do very well. Did you say something about her getting a real estate? I have, I've not. Just ask her.
0: Maybe she she should just be an agent.
1: Well, she's reached out to me. uh, She's asked me. What? Oh, she's asked me all the time, like, what do you do? I think she's weirded out that, like, sometimes she sees me at, like, 6 a.m. And sometimes she sees me at, like, 10 a.m. She's like, what do you do? What kind of a job do you have? Yeah, like, why don't you? uh, Because I see her every day. you trade stocks? Yeah. I see her every day, but she's like, why are you? What do you do? And, like, I don't know. There you go. I think she'd be good. So then what oh so then after we get the buyer's agent after we get that showing agent they would transition into that buyer's agent role right and that's how do I get how do you do the expansion team that's kind of where I fall you yeah that's
0: so set up an in-house is easy I think the expansion especially if you're going out of state or a couple hours away you got to have the lead source the admin support they could do virtually, um, the systems which you know you have that command in a way to do all that. I don't know how that looks as an expansion team though. Like you got to have some way to see all the numbers and track it because, and you have to really find the right. I think what you're looking at expansion is you find someone to run that team. Yep. And then they hire people onto that team out there, but you have to put a lot of money and trust and effort up front to make it viable or worthwhile for someone to come there, like Ben Kenny does it, but. Ben kitty has brevity he has everything <laughs> he built a whole tech company so when someone comes up they get all that and he knows how it function and runs yeah and he does coaching that i mean that makes sense i think it's hard for an individual agent who can't team up with someone like ben Kennedy to do that like the chris suarez guy did with him and ben that's they teamed up to do that giant expansion yeah that's the problem you run into mm-hmm. like how do you do that at a feasible manner yeah you can I mean, you can do that in second hand. but...
1: If you're not in... The one thing that blows my mind, if I'm not in state, right? So if I put... Say I hired you. Yeah. And you are our, op, our um, director of growth. Okay. And your whole job was to run the team, bring on the agents, train the agents, train the admins, go through all that process. And your whole job was to get us from 20 million to 50 million. And me... I come into town once a quarter. Mm-hmm. Where's the loyalty lie with those agents? Well, it's your director their growth. That's why you got to keep that, them on pace that's, and them happy. Well, how do I? That's the thing that blows my mind is like they have, those directors have all the power. But yeah, but because in Keller Williams, right. they can just go use, with Ben Kinney, you, you lose all of his stuff. Right. With Keller Williams, I mean, Keller. No fault to Keller Williams. What they've done is incredible. If I leave your team, Trent, I can just go use all the same system for free. Yeah, but we know, we know how that functions in
0: regards to you do a class on how you do expires or I do fizbos or someone does farming. We know for a fact that you're lucky. have hundred people. If ten of those, yeah, if ten of those do a little bit of what you tell them to do, right? Maybe 10 out of a hundred people that come to a seminar, like family reunion, we have coming up. You go to class 10 out of the hundred people that go will actually implement something they've found in that class, right? One out of those 10 will actually fully 100% give a hundred percent effort and actually do exactly what you tell them to do. So you're really competing with one agent who's probably not even in your market. Yeah. And we talked about numerous times there's, there's so much meat on the deals. Like, hardly any listings right now but there's so many deals being done that even the largest team in Dayton barely does 2% 3%. So, yeah. You can't be scared the needed. largest team
1: in Dayton does 1% of transactions,
0: which is not it's only 400 deals.
1: 400 deals. Out of like Only I mean it's
0: 3500. I mean, no, we're not putting it you can put it in perspective two ways. That's a lot of deals with over 70 million dollars in G, or volume. Volume. But at the same time, it's not that many deals compared to the whole market. Yes. Like you're lucky if you capture five percent of the market in your area so when you do the expansion model which ties into that the agent we're talking about she's with mm-hmm. us she expands takes that same system model and does it in cleveland cincinnati yes you're you for some reason we can't agent. no matter how good or, or efficient the team is or big the team is they almost never do more than five percent of the market share yeah like you're limited so once you hit that cap okay and that's, let's and that's go a reason elsewhere to not
1: be worried about zillow honestly uh they're not yes going to take no. I'm not 50% worried about Zillow.
0: What I'm worried about is which I'm not even worried is you know, I was talking to multiple agents I talked to so far today from Cool Banker. I'm like we don't compete with other brokerage. We're not competing with Cool Banker. Cool no. Banker thinks they're competing with us. We're actually, you know, 10 steps ahead. we encourage We're going we want other brokerages to
1: succeed. Right. We're we, not trying to a, knock them out. That's the weird part about Keller Williams is like yeah. gary keller sat on stage and said we don't want to dismantle koa baker remax yes. we, we
0: want their agents to like do well and it, like get involved do
1: well and b- build
0: your because database Do yeah.
1: technology and that's it, that to me has got to be like a difficult part for like people to understand when you call them no so and try to give them advice it's like right. you're just trying to recruit me it's like no i need you to succeed so we can succeed
0: it's so funny because yesterday i had a pretty good presentation with a newer agent. For banker who just loves doing it as a hobby and then had another conversation with someone today that did like 9 million, 10 million, right and i was like listen at the end of the day if you're a better agent i was like cool kelly williams isn't competing against cool banker because that's the case we already won we don't advertise yes. we don't do anything besides listen to the agents Try and the companies built around the agents and we can say that because we don't advertise we don't have stockholders you know that whole spiel because like we don't want Okay, if we destroy Coal Banker and those agents just get out of real estate, that's bad. That's bad. That's where they went. What we're competing against is Wall Street, Silicon Valley, and like Zillow, because all they're trying to do is cut agents out of the middle. And what we know are agents, majority of the time, like 90% of the time, are actually good for the um for the for the market. Because yes. if every seller and buyer had to do it on their own. It would be the appraiser's worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. You would have some sellers asking five hundred thousand dollars for a thousand square foot house. You had some asking ten thousand. The numbers would be all over the map. There'd be no like alignment of pricing evaluation. Banks wouldn't know what to do, lenders wouldn't know what to do, appraisers wouldn't know what to do. People would have no guidance, people would be getting screwed over. Like it would be the wild west. Yes. Now obviously I say that from position of I don't want my industry to disappear. But what people have to understand is, which the general public probably won't, is like Zillow op city, um, open doors. All they care about, all they see is the money, right? So Simon Sinek's golden circle. You got the why, how, and the what. 99% of companies come from what do people want or what they want. Uh, Real estate has a good commission. How we get involved. We get between the client and the agent for a referral fee. Why they do it so they can make money. Yes. Like I tell people the conversation I have, which I think most of them understand i mean gary does say this but i'm assuming this is how it come is gary's like okay our clients are our agents that's who we care about Mm -hmm. so that's his why like let's keep agents at the center of transaction because overall we think agents do more good than harm in the real estate industry there's a benefit for an agent right so how do we do that let's help our agents maintain their database because we know if they stay in contact with people 36 times a year there's a one to seven per one to seven ratio of conversion was one to five but then technology and all that stuff. It's one of seven. Now, Zillow and realtor.com and all those people showed us what we need to do better, which was more access to the internet, more information, right? So Gary's like, okay, how we keep the agent center in front of their database, how we make it easy, how we benefit our agents, the what ended up being command, right? Gary Keller didn't need to create a whole nother CRM. There's a plethora, (laughs) There's a million of them at Salesforce, contactually, which got bought by compass who said they're not gonna sell your data zillow's a crm any lead source chimes a crm like CRMs are a dime a dozen yes but what he built was out of the why it wasn't like what do we need we need a crm how do we do it let's get a bunch of tech people build it why so our agents stay in front it's like hey we care about our agents yeah so how do we take care of our agents and stay in front of the database and give them give our agents the best advantage and how do they treat their clients the best oh let's build a system that allows them to stay in front of them. We don't charge anything for that has its own AI that no one owns, but us, right? If Gary Kelly went public, I think the stock would be two to 500 bucks a share. Yeah. We know real estate stock is worth like 10 bucks. Yes. AXP showed it. Realogy shows it. They're like five or seven Where EXP stock went up. They bought an AI company. They bought a title company. They bought technology. That's the only reason their stock went up. They didn't go up because the XP is a great company as real estate. They went up because they bought assets. Remax bought an AI company. The difference is they bought it after Keller Williams had a two-year head start on creating ground oh, from
1: Keller, ground up, let's be a real, whole platform. Keller based Williams the agent. has a two-year head start on the platform. Can I breathe now. I think I got to yeah. breath. Well, I, I agree with everything you said, and, and but I well, the I only so. thing I want to argue <laughs> is Keller Williams has a two-year head start on the platform. We've got a the AI thirty-year head start on the AI. Because they've just been tracking. Well, okay, that is a good correction. Because always has their
0: own MLS, so it's like we have all the data. We have more data than anyone else in the world. We've we've got we've With got the agent count and the yeah. deals done. Like we have so much
1: data that the AI pulls from. So you, good correct. Yeah. So good, uh, fact. Our, our platform is are, is two years old. So you're two years behind. But, but tech, your your the AI is thirty years. You can buy an AI company. You're not going to catch up. This was an AI company before. We knew it. Before AI was even a thing. That's Gary's literally right. said, he's like, oh, wait a second. We have all this AI.
0: Right. And that, and that's what's kind of cool. So it's like, I have that conversation with people. I'm just like, listen, like either way, if you if you do more business just by what I tell you, that's awesome. Yes. I'm like, because you're a good person I wasn't going to be talking to, right? If you weren't a good fit, I'm not recruiting you. I'm just trying to give you some details on your business that you may not know about or you might be able to do better. The difference is I can give you all, all these ideas and stuff, but you probably aren't gonna be able to implement them at all or as as well without the stuff I told you we use and how we use it. I, I talked to a ton of people about Facebook ads. If they never ever, get a good conversion rate. They it, never get leads. If, oh my God. But well, we do because Facebook's inside our
1: office. I ran, I'm getting 50 cents a lead right now.
0: Around $1. twenty on average of every single ad I ran. Yeah. I told a lady, I had 109 leads sitting in my lead pool since August. I finally just put them on a giant smart plan and I got three, three hits on it. So it's a 3% conversion ratio, one a referral and two people looking to buy. Let me paint, let me
1: paint a picture for you guys. Like four months ago. Here, here's this, here's this, here, this is, this is my Keller Williams pitch from a non TL. <laughs> if you're just looking for leads, right? Your company offers leads. Great. So you're paying them a f- 30, 40% 30, referral. Yeah. 30%, 30, 40% referral. That could be a thousand dollars. All right. That's a thousand dollars. You just invested. Yeah. to for one lead now you go and spend a thousand dollars on Facebook ads in command at Trent's dollar per lead so now you've got a thousand leads at a two to three percent conversion rate right so the one deal that you got that you invested a thousand in and on average you may so you made two thousand dollars on that if you're given thirty percent where you close three deals, 3% of a thousand. Now we're talking 30 deals times 3000. Cause we're not taking a fee. That's $90,000. I know. So what more information do you need? Again, you can go give a thousand dollars to your brokerage and make 2000, or you can give a thousand dollars on Facebook. And here's the best part, guys, just put them on a smart plan, and let the let command do it for you. Let command do the follow up for you, and tell you when you need to call. That's as easy it is it as it is. I mean it. I don't. I don't know how we. It, it's so crazy that like I have I struggle to understand it.
0: So <laughs> let me. <clears throat> I ran this number of this lady today. Oh, I ran the numbers of this is. My scribble Scrabble. Okay. I was like, so say you do your production where you're at and you don't switch here. Let's just say you do what you do and you don't even switch. I'm like, what you had? How many listings did you have? She's like, 16. I was like, okay. So you spend $30 on those listings. It's $480. Okay. At the middle of the road, you got $2 per lead, 240 leads. I was like, will you agree? It's a one or 5% conversion ratio for online, five being the best, one being the worst okay so say you get three percent of those people right now that are looking to buy or sell that's seven deals her average is 250 we went low of 200 that's 1.4 million dollars right yep. so you know the commission on that's whatever i was like okay so that's 1.4 you could add now because you have people that sit at your desk you a license that you know take your listing or take a lead off your listing how many think you lost she's like well they're supposed to call us and but I could probably say a handful. Okay, so let's say five. So that's another million. So that's one second. Okay, one second. second. So I'm like, so right now you're telling me there's a potential of 2.4 million dollars you lost, which is, I mean, I don't know. Was it 60,000? Whatever. Yeah. So 60,000 thousand dollar commission on top. So it's 2.4 on top of the 9.3 you already made. So here you're capped out. So that's 60 K straight in your pocket. Well, minus $480. Yeah, right so that alone her goal was buy a house and floor she's moving two years at seven hundred thousand dollars i was like and she wants to get her convertible back I was like i want a Mitsubishi eclipse i'm like they don't make those anymore She's like maybe mercedes i'm like okay so so the money you make on just the listings you lost the leads on your listings was 30k yeah i could buy you a, a nice used mercedes because they suck at horn value and then the other fifty six thousand you make on Facebook ads that you ran, because we know what the conversion ratio is. I was like, "These are all real numbers." Do you agree? She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's extra money straight in your pocket." That in two years you move gives you extra hundred grand to go put money down. I was like, "What would your husband say?" He's like, "Oh, he's retired. He's he's a slave driver. He make me work harder." I'm like, "So go home and talk to your husband. Say you can make an additional four hundred grand by just being your own agent here. Yep. Like or just your own agent junior would make two seventy nine compared to one eighty five. Yep. So stay where you're at in your brokerage. You already increase more. You just get off that guy's team or your partnership, which doesn't make sense. You come here, not counting. We're only talking about how much we'd save on com or splits or anything, right? Alone, just doing what we talked about because she's very database driven people person. You would make an extra like $200,000. Yep. So what is stopping you from doing that? Like, what would you do with that? Right? So what were you going to say on top of that? Isn't that crazy?
1: Like, it's, I'm it, not lying. No, these are real, these are real numbers. we are real not BSing any Tangible numbers. and Yeah. I just, I wanted to interject. How crazy is it that your listings, your leads is a novel concept? I know. Well,
0: it's like, you can say you're listening to your leads, but people don't. Yeah, like, yeah, they're my listening. I'm like, but who, sits at your, who takes your phone calls?
1: Well, no, at, at our last brokerage. If yeah. somebody called, you sat on the phone, that was your lead. But people were like, well, if they say it, the agent, they're
0: supposed to get it. I'm like, I'm not saying it. no. As the lady, she's like, well, I've heard them. I'm like, yeah, she's here. But I'm like, so we could probably make that number 10. Yeah. Right? You did 9, 9.3. You probably did more than 16 listings. But I was just going off her number. Her numbers there, alone show me that. Yeah. There so are like,
1: people in your office, if, it is an, if you are in an, a non- your listings, your leads office, right? Like a traditional brokerage. There are people whose business model is to build a business off of your listings. Off of your hard work. They are building a business model off of the work that you do. I but
0: it's like one of those things like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I know we're talent KW, but it's just like, I told her, I was like, listen, I'm okay with counting tape. I I, I, I I did five point five the year before. I did seven and a half this year without and I basically had a month and a half off because of COVID. One because we stayed home with my kid for a month, the other one because I got COVID, so I couldn't come in for two weeks. And I took over the TL role. So yes. I really didn't produce any. I was like I was like, I did that. I was like, I would have been right now, my numbers would have put me number thirteen in my old brokerage. Overall. 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 Now, I don't think I would have got there without coming in. That's around. also I think a, I that, been, that's a
1: brokerage of three hundred and fifty agents. Right. Yes. So thirteen is it's not like, oh, he's thirteen out of twenty. It's like, no, that's a thirteen out of three hundred. Three hundred and fifty in a second year. And how good would we have looked?
0: 200. We would have been in the golden goose for We would have been other. we yeah. would
1: have been the cock of the walk. And right. we would have spent think about how much I, I actually so you did five point five last year. Yeah. So you spent twenty six thousand dollars to be here. 24000 24, See, even that. So remember that. And but that, if I would have spent at the other one, you yeah. left. You left there at a sixty forty. Yes. Okay, so you would have made six percent. So give me,
0: but I mean, they fluctuate. You make so much production at two million, you okay, go so up we're to s- sixty five thirty five. I'm going wow. to
1: say you're at seventy thirty. So you, yeah, just do seventy thirty the whole Yeah, way. let's let's just without. Do, capping out. It's like, so you, by being at Keller Williams last year made an additional, an additional $25,500. Right. That's a down payment on the rental you just bought. Yeah.
0: There it is. It pays all my Renault.
1: So now you're making $8,500 annually off of the rental you bought because you're at Keller Williams.
0: So I say that, but at the same time, i was like, I don't know. I told, like I told one lady, I was like, I don't know if I would in seven and a half. I don't think I would have because the people were around. I'm like, I,
1: I don't, I, I, I remember and even I again I've said it on the podcast before when I walked into your office when we were at that other brokerage it was this crazy thing that Trent had his goals on the wall I was like whoa what what are you do- know what are you doing there like why do you have why do you have your goals right I think now? I had like 15 million
0: and but average sale price of 2 200, 225 yeah yeah
1: and it's like well, why do you have that it was just It was this novel idea. But then you come here and it's like 15 million. You think you want to bump that up a little bit?
0: I know. I was doing it before. Like it was like I was a weird.
1: You were a weirdo. But you know what's funny? You were also in a suit, and now you wear tech shirts,
0: t-shirt and jeans, baby. <laughs> you know, I was watching. Uh, I told my wife last night. We're, <laughs> what's that crazy, stupid love movie? Right. Like, Actually, great, really. Good yeah, movie. it was like it's my it's, favorite movie. It's a I'm a good like movie. yeah, <laughs> behind white chicks is it's her favorite movie. Yeah. I'm like if someone would take me out like a child and help me go shopping, like Ryan Gosling looked, I would wear that every day. Oh, I, I, I look confident, fly. Uh, I was like, Amy, anyway, I was like, you take me shopping. I'll spend the five grand. Taylor, Let's go.
1: Taylor's told me, uh, I've I'll told Taylor it. a thousand times. I want to be a suit guy. Should, should we go shopping together? I don't know if I, I you oh, have the quiche, the quan. I don't know if I have the quan. To, I would do it. I would spend five grand right now. Someone's like,
0: I'll take you out, tell you what to wear, how to wear it. Yeah. Cause I am a, boots and jeans and t-shirt type of guy but i want to
1: be a suit but guy I, yeah. I i don't want to wear a tie every day but no a a blazer and
0: i have to get it pressed every day yeah. i ironing those nice and clothes i ruin it
1: i i want to be i'll st- do it i'll wear it i, I would i am put it on the air i want or to be 20 st-
0: listeners i'm telling you
1: i want to be a step below suit and tie every day correct i i think and to be honest it's one of those It's one of those, what's the next transition? And like everything is always transitioning and moving and cycles repeat themselves. Everybody, everybody used to wear suits. Like you had to wear suits. Now we're all in this casual attire. There are some States that are still very much like you wear a suit when you meet your clients. But I think that is one of those, those cycles that's going to come back in and you set yourself apart by being the person in the suit right right 48 laws of power says you know be the best dressed that's a power position
0: yeah i i do agree with that to the point um i just want to dress nicer
1: i think it makes me more confident i show up in this and i got a white shirt on right now that i'm constantly sucking because then my tummy comes out a little little bit bit frat boy i i do i do i'm not gonna lie i look but like it was it I just like
0: texted my like. friend Chris. He's like, way better dresser than me. Like, I'm the kid. I'm the guy that rolls up in the front group. Who's like, oh, like yeah. T-shirt jeans. Like, the give the crap factor is almost at zero. Like, I I'm presentable. Like, I'm not yeah. a slob, but they wear like hundred dollar underwear. I'm like, well, that's oh, weird. Dude, I couldn't do that. You just fart and drizzle in it you all day. Fart, like, what <laughs> is
1: Fart and pee in my underwear. <laughs> all pee. Like, I don't need a hundred dollar underwear for that. How many people are watching this on Facebook? Or oh, what are we? Oh, watching? we got
0: two people in front on YouTube. I don't know who they're up oh, one just dropped they're like what is this We've they can't them. they probably can't even hear us right now we called them out but anyways yeah, we'll, sure we'll tie can. in the audio I'm sure somehow but um but no I was like I told them, I was like if you would take I need someone to take me to do it I can't pick it out because I'll never spend the money yeah I'm very tight I'll never spend that money but I mean I dress like that it'd be a different conversation I think I would I people would laugh at me I feel like if I came in the office dressed like that
1: they would, but like, I would have are you, you a swinger now? I want like, to be a suit guy so bad. Let's do it. Let's go shopping
0: at Nordstrom together. Let I me, use that comparison. Let me save some money first. I, I use that comparison. I was like, listen, I talked to people. I was like, yes, we can save you money, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I was like, you could go to two dollars broker a day. Yeah, I was like, there's a, re- there's, there's a reason to go dollar general and there's a reason people go to Nordstrom. Yes, They're, They go to Walmart and they go to Nordstrom or they go to, you know, like Whole Foods or Dollar Tree. I mean, you go shopping at certain places for certain reasons. Yes. Certain people want Whole food services. That's why you have the 4% or 1% brokerages because there's a viable option for that.
1: You know what I I do love because I was going to counter you and say, you know, sometimes Keller Williams might not be the model for you. um, But then you uh, No, it is but they've they they're transitioning out of this. So it was the um, dependent God. I wish we could. Okay. Are we a Keller don't, Williams don't, podcast now? Because don't go deep into it. Basically, Keller Williams was a a brokerage when it started. That you are, you have to basically go do it, figure it out, make it on your own. We're going to train you.
0: Well, no, we we're always
1: interdependent. Interdependent, like well, we
0: help as much as you want or as little as you want. Yes,
1: but yeah. and then there were dependent. And the old model was, I needed you. Dependent, dependent.
0: That's why they got sixty forty. Yeah. And
1: and for a while yeah. we had this gap at Keller Williams where you know the dependents didn't want to come to us. Well, now we're we're building at Keller Williams and Gary's services is and options. Services and options where we are everything from dependent to interdependent. And what was the next level that they talked about? Uh, interdependent. There, yeah. what he says is someone goes
0: from dependent. And they go, if they jump up to independent yep. or interdependent, yep. they, they miss that gap. Yep. You have to, they either have to go, or you have to walk them through the dependent mindset to the inter or to the, the dependent ind- independent mindset, right? So dependent to independent because who's ever getting their handhold, they eventually just want to want to run across the street on their own. Yep. And then they eventually get to the interdependent. Like there's times where it helps when someone can help you, walk across the bridge or, you know, whatever. But there's times you can do it on your own. Yeah, that's where we're at, which we gotta get people to understand like, we're not just a company where you have to do 10 million. We're not a company where you have to have a team. No, if you want to do $2 million, we'll help you be the best $2 million producer out there ever. If you want to do four deals a year, we'll help you be the best four four unit producer. Yep. But I'll tell you, if you're really good at doing four, you end up doing eight. Yes, if you're really good at eight, you'll do 16. Yes, like you can't stop unless you just say, "I'm not going to help you at all." Yeah, I won't help you at all. Which no one says that. Yes, but the problem is, I feel like people get washed down, thinking, I, like here we do so much." Like a lot of our agents do so much production that I feel like people get lost in the sauce. So we're we're like, "Listen, if you want to do two, three, four, five, which is actually a lot in most brokerages, we're here to help you be the best two, three, four, five you are." Yeah, like it's not just the five ten million because we all pay the same. We're all even. You want to talk yeah. about um, equity or equality? Once you cap out about 2.1 here, at least in our office, we're all the same. Like, yep. $30 million producer has as much as a voice as a $2 million producer. Like, because you're, you don't, you as, you a, can't you as a
1: $30 million producer don't pay more than that, right. that $2, $2.1 million producer. Right. You are equal as pie. Well, that's why we have the
0: Associate Leader Council. That's yep. why, like, it's very agent centric because they vote on changes. That's yep. why internationally, like, K W R like the main K W Williams doesn't make a change unless the agents and they're you know the international A L C vote on it like command was the whole concept command wasn't built
1: by te- tech tech, nerds. tech tech yeah tech nerds no offense um I appreciate what you've done but it wasn't built by tech guys who've never sold real estate it was real estate agents told them hey this is what we need can you do yeah. it when I sold That's software
0: it. for that one car company they they had that problem they had tech people. You who know, on the ones and zeros made sense. Yep. But when you went to operate as a salesperson, like this is not how a card transaction works. This is not how this works. Like, well, that's how it makes sense in the computer. There's that huge disconnect. Yeah. And people can, comp- you know, some people complain like, well, it's not that great. I'm like, yeah. I was like your frame of reference is you went from using an Excel sheet to like, you went from driving Ford Pinto to McLaren. Yep. You just don't know how to shift the gears and down and downshift. You don't know how to read that tachometer. That's all digital yeah you don't understand how a tesla works right there is no break it's like let off the gas and it'll slow down itself like these people don't understand where they they come from horse and buggy to a tesla yeah so because most agents didn't have a serum we talked about that before so once you have people use one they think it, it should be like this perfect they want these tiny minute differences that's only specific to them this thing has been built for 180,000 agents in 50 plus different states and internationally like this isn't just one. This isn't like a general CRM. This is very specific and falls into all guidelines, regulations. You run all your documents and like they are back in.
1: Like you could be a you can be a, can be a fifty million dollar team to a one million dollar agent and
0: functioner function everything off function of
1: it. everything off of it. Let me ask but you it's this awesome. question. Cool it, stuff, but I, I want to get off. Of we're command. nerding out. I know we are. This is so. This is like a. This might be a fun question, and I've we've asked it before. I picked you up and moved you into yeah the toughest city to sell real estate in oh yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe miami uh Uh, los angeles maybe he'll do that (laughs) maybe los angeles has got to probably be one of the toughest cities to sell uh, in my opinion new york new york right do you think you could make it and how long until you were in market and when i mean in market you're consistent closing what do you think that time frame looks like what would you do if i if i dropped you into maybe not new york but yeah, we'll say New York City. I drop you into New York tomorrow. How long until you're in market do you think you could cut it? What would Ooh. you do? It's it's a tough question. I, I thought that I'm thinking through because like
0: New York. Well, I so I imagine like, it operated as it. I know New York well, doesn't so like, and everything like, like listen that. in L.A. or New York. You have to dress like Ryan Gosling. Okay, so okay. Then
1: we'll talk. we uh, Tampa, Florida. Perfect.
0: All right. I can do that. Tampa, Florida. So I'm door knocking. I'm calling FISBOs. I'm calling expired. Just like you normally would it, Everything I tell a brand new agent to do. Yep. I have no database there. Just like I didn't down nope, here in Dayton. I really didn't know crap. There. One, I didn't work them very well, but yeah, I don't know anyone. Door knock, call FISBOS expires six months for first transaction. That's how long it took me the first time. So maybe Three months for my first transaction because you know. I can work it. I know the numbers. I know the calls. I'd actually be a lot better at tracking, yep. like you do. You do really good at that. So I'd say three months before I start working it. The price point's a lot higher, so I should do four million my first year, and then go to eight to twelve because I'd leverage a legion and and like using Facebook ads or other lead sources. I'd pay for only because I know what my numbers would be on those. I know how to convert them. I was like, I feel like I could get the four to eight really quick only because that's a higher end market. Like my average sale price right now is only like 130, maybe 140. It's not that great. I I was pulling
1: data from other MLSs. Yeah. Um, Let me see a number real quick. Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, no. Average sales price here is 186, It's one of those two. Um, Average sales price in Charleston. What do you think?
0: 121.2
1: now four four 412,000. Okay, still. I mean, it's, it's like, still a crappy house though. So if
0: my sale price was 200,000, I did 51 units. I'd be at 10.2 million. You know, important sales prices right now to me. Yeah. It's not units. It's sales increase price. the sales price. Yeah, I don't you know I me mean, agents get in the business and start off at 250 300. I'm jealous. I'm
1: slightly jealous. Shout out to uh, yeah. Miles in our office He's averaging $400,000, $400,000. <laughs> he's been licensed for Such eight, eight months. Like, uh, good for you, buddy, but screw you. I know. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. Like, I tell people, like, you can't, like,
0: I learned eventually, like, you can't compete with other people. Yeah. Because their numbers don't matter. Their numbers don't matter. It's but like, I, case in point, we're going to put my own blast. He's like, I want to be rookie of the year. I'm like, no. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, dude, rookie of the year could be 2 million. Yeah. Like, you need to go, like, what do you want to do? He's like, 8 I'm like, that's your goal. If you end up being rookie of the year, great. If you're not, who cares? That's just yeah, an award. Cares. That doesn't mean anything. you could be 8 million at a 1% commission Yeah, and you can make more at 3 million with 3% commission. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, who cares? What number do you need that makes your life easier, better and worth living? 8 million. Let's go for that. Yeah. Or whatever the number was. I don't know what he said. Good for him. But the point is like, don't, don't go for awards and rookie of the year. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, Like you don't get like I was business growth award for individual. Top listing takens not because I was going for that number, but because it just happened because I worked. Yeah, like you had the same thing on the teams. Like you do the work, things happen, and it's the hardest thing I think for people to understand. I tell every agent, like, like listen, it's boring, it's mundane, it's repetitive. Just call
1: people. Putting your blinders on is the same thing as real estate. Simple, not easy.
0: Put your blinders
1: on. So like comparing. Oh, gotcha. The gotcha. comparison, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. I will say. Yeah. I I will make a promise that I won't pull numbers on the MLS. You used to do that all the time. I I still do it not all the time but like at the end I did it today like where did I finish the end of this month? Really? Yeah. Who cares? It, that's that's the issue. I for some reason it's it's not like a it's not like a I don't know I it just I want like the best thing do what I do. I wrote my 2019
0: numbers yeah, and I wrote my 2020 numbers, so I went up 1.5. My units actually were the same or less. Yeah. I'm like, that's not bad. It means I did a lot higher in volume, like a uh, higher sales price. So, but I still want to make sure my units are increasing because that means if my units are, my units fell off real hard the third quarter, but my volume stayed the same, which is not a good thing. I want in my opinion.
1: I wanted to, I wrote for my goals. I, so I have like my pending sheet. I wanted to make sure my, I made that more in each quarter than I made in the yes. quarter year. So That's all it matters the, the, your net yeah, net, your net, your net, I, the big win for me. And then we'll have to probably put a bow on this one mm-hmm. and then we'll get a big win for you. My big win we made in January, what we made in quarter one That's of awesome. 2020. Yeah. So what's your,
0: my big one is actually buying a second rental property. Nice. Like we're like, Hey, we're cash heavy. And we know with the printing of the money, the value of the dollars going down. We need to buy more property because this money we're losing, yeah, we're losing it. Why we're in there, like it's sitting in the bank. So it's buy property, put an asset that appreciates. And let's buy more property because guess what? If we're on track, we could have our expenses covered by the end of the year of rental properties, Dude. Which would be, I I could go vacation for six months and not it, care. That's what well, besides I lose my jail job. And, what Jimmy and
1: Linda say, you could walk away from the business and spend some time with if you needed to away. It's something crazy ever happened. So I need to give a shout because those two,
0: like I got to give a major praise. Like I would never probably thought or been, I would eventually thought of it, but never went towards buying properties. Yeah. Like my coach me and my wife were like, we did net worth evaluation. Yeah. We're a away to be millionaires without even realizing it. That's awesome. we did. a shirt. We did the sheet. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we're cash heavy on it. Yeah. but I'm like, let's get some more assets. Yeah. And I was like, we're on our like, and you, All you did was just to stuff and then happened.
1: you're like, oh shit. When like, did this happen? When did, we,
0: when did we become wealthy? Within <laughs> two years. I'm like, I'm almost scared at where we're at. Like taking an actual look at net worth minus in our car loans, which we're the little amount of student loans I have left. Yeah, or how whatever, like all dead and son. I was like, we're looking pretty good. Yeah. So, but I don't want to stop. No. Not
1: in a great way, but like in a fun way.
0: Yeah. Like if we get our expenses covered by the end of the year.
1: Money is only good for the good it can do.
0: Yeah. And then what else are we going to do?
1: Then 75
0: grand do. is the happiest you'll ever be of money.
1: Give, make. uh A year. Make, give, win. Make, win, make, give. Win, make, give. Win. That's Ben Kinney's podcast. But, g- oh yeah. Earn a million. Net a million. Give a million. Think a million. Think, earn a million. Earn a million. million. Think, earn Net give, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, think earn net give.
0: Yep, I agree with that. No, I mean, think
1: earn, think earn make give.
0: It's it's such a big number. Like, who could give? A, if you think about giving away a million, which by the way, talk about not just money but time. Yeah, like it doesn't have to just be money. But never would have thought about. Giving a million. a
1: million, but that's just again, you never thought about making a million. Like I a, said
0: again, so ten co- years ago, if you said I was going to make sixty grand the rest of my life, I'm like easy peasy.
1: I'm happy. Yeah. Let's do it. What was so again, again addicting about Keller Williams? All right, we've made how many millionaires? So now what? They're all probably bored. Well, now let's talk about giving a million. Yeah. What, now they next? all now they all have a competition. Now it's yeah. not, not a competition, but Who now could it's be like, the
0: first one to give away a million dollars. Yeah. So no, no, they're not saying like, hey, we're saving money for. $1 million check, they're saying, like, throughout their life, how can I give away a million? Yeah,
1: because you've already made it. You've netted it. You're you're, you're a millionaire. Keller Williams has made it. You grossed it. Who knows how many millionaires? You net. You earned it. You net it. Like, you're netting a million. So now you now have to you give, away, give away a million. After $75,000, you're not making... You're not happier.
0: Like I said forever, the only reason I took this role
1: is I actually believe in it. Yes. If I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't took the role. It's a tough... You are in a tough role if you don't buy in. If you're not bought in. You don't, you don't have to buy in. You just well become be, it I when, guess in a when way it's you weird are, when know. you are selling a product if you don't believe in the product you'll never sell it right and when you are you look sleazy if you yes and when you are talking when you believe in a people, product you
0: don't sell it
1: yes oh I love that you
0: don't you, yeah I, I don't sell colors I talk to people yeah it's like hey this is our values and our motto which sells half the people say is that it, again what was it if you don't if you believe in a product you're not selling it correct I like that I don't sell anything yeah I never have like when I worked at one car dealer where we sold technology real quick it was literally the best stuff out there. I wasn't selling it. I just yeah. showed them how it could help improve their business. But you, were you passionate about that? Like you're passionate I mean, I about Keller Williams. It. I mean, I, I mean, was it my life goal?
1: No, no. but your passion comes to, to with, you, you become a better educator on Keller Williams because of how passionate you are. Well, yeah, because I believe in it. I think yes. they're honestly doing the right things. Yes. So that's easy to do. Well, that's a good note to
0: end on. Dude, <laughs> we, we waited too long.
1: We got to get back to it. All right. Next week. Next
0: week. Cool. Episode 21, I am okay. Trent Bargie. Benjamin Bolton, and this is Real Pursuit.